Today on Transforming Lives. It, it is said, and, and, and even the Bible says it, and um, psychology have, have ratified it, that we move in the direction of our thoughts. Amen? Whatever you are thinking about, whatever you are focusing on, whatever your dominant thought is, that's the direction that you are moving or your life is moving into. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Are you there? Philippians chapter 4. If you dare say hallelujah, hallelujah, let's stand so we can read together. Philippians chapter 4. Right after Ephesians. Hallelujah. We want to read verses 8 and 9. Philippians chapter 4. We want to read verses 8 and 9. I the kind of two we'll all read together. Let's stand, please. Let if we can stand. Amen. One, two. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And the things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these things do, that, and the God of peace will be with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, the praise. We bless you, Lord, because of your faithfulness. Glorify yourself in our midst. Speak to us and through us. Encourage us. Minister life in us. We give you all the glory, all the honor all the praise in jesus name amen. amen you may have your seat amen praise god i heard a story of a, a positive farmer and a negative farmer amen both of them work together in a land uh, on their farm and so whenever it rains the positive farmer will say thank you lord for sending the rain that water and watering our crops. The negative farmer will say, yes, well, but if the rain keep up, it will rot in the, the, the roots of the, the, the crop. Um, and then we have no harvest. Um, when the sun came out, the positive farmer will say, Lord, thank you for sending the sunshine. Uh, we know now that our crops will receive the vitamin and the minerals that they need and we will have a great harvest this year. The negative farmer will say, yeah, but if that keeps up, the sun is going to squash the plant and we can, we'll not be able to make a living. 
So one day, both of them decided that they were going to on goose hunting. Um, when they went, the positive farmer brought along with them his new bird dog. Um, he was so proud of the dog and he couldn't wait to show off the dog. They went into a boat and as they were waiting, they saw a goose uh, 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 fly over them and the positive farmer pulled his gun, shot the goose and the goose fell in the water in the lake. And then he turned to his friend and said, now watch and see what this dog can do. All of a sudden the dog jumped out of the water ran on top of the water, went to the goose, got the goose, turned around, ran back to the boat on top of the water, got in the boat, put the goose perfectly down in the boat and, and, and left it. The positive farmer was so excited, he was beaming from ear to ear. He turned to his friend and said, what did you think? I mean, what do you think? Did you see that? The negative farmers looked at him for a long time in disgust and said, I knew it. That's what I thought. The dog can't even swim. <laughs> now, I know this story actually is a joke. But don't you have people like that, that every time you say something or try to do something, they always come back with something negative. And, you know, they always come back with, with something to pull you down. They are very pessimistic and uh, mystic. Amen. They always look at the dark side of things. Amen. I want to suggest to you that if you have people who are negative, um, that you have hanging around, you need to make sure that you guide yourself against their influence. Amen. Because it, it is said, and, and, and even the Bible says it, and um, psychology have have ratified it that we move in the direction of our thoughts amen whatever you are thinking about whatever you are focusing on whatever your dominant thought is that's the direction that you are moving or your life is moving into amen and so it's very very important for you to begin to think of thoughts of joy thoughts of peace Thoughts of abundance, of victory, of blessing. Uh, uh, you, 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 you need to begin to, to think about those things to dominate your life. Because if, if those things are dominating your life, then you will move in the direction of victory, the direction of blessing, the direction of faith, the direction of hope. Amen? But if you don't, and you are always pessimistic or always thinking negatively about things, it's like you are moving your life into defeat and destruction. Amen? Amen. So you need to, to make sure. Now, it is said that what you think about consistently is the, the direction that you are flowing. And it's, it's basically what is like you are digging a, 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 a bed or a path in the river so that the water can flow. Amen? And, and the water is like your life. The way you think and uh, um, that's how your life is flowing. And so if, it, if you're not careful, your thinking will lead you in the direction of either success or failure. Amen? And God wants us to think positively. In fact, God wants us 
to change the way we think and, and focus. That was one of the major things that God said to us as soon as we got born again is to reprogram our mind. Amen. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. And so it's very, very important for us to know. And you see, the good thing about it is that we can change the way we think. Now, last week, we started a series on kingdom expansion. We used the passage in um, um, Isaiah chapter 54, where the Bible says, enlarge the place of your tent. Amen. Uh, uh, spare no expense. Um, stretch your curtain. Make it plain, because you will soon be bursting out. Amen. And then he talks about your sons and your daughters inheriting the, the cities, the rain cities. Amen. And so we, we share with you concerning uh, kingdom expansion last week. And um, we share with you and we gave you four examples of kingdom expansion last week. Um, we told you, number one, that um, kingdom expansion is the result of being in the center of God's will. Amen. Kingdom expansion is the result of being in the center of God's will. And we told you that the children of Israel were in Egypt. They were in the center of God's will. And because they were in the center of God's will, the Bible says they were growing, they were expanding, they were ministering. Amen. They were, they, they, until the, the, the king who came after uh, uh, um, Moses, uh, um, Joseph said about the children of Israel that they are mightier than I, more powerful than they were. Amen. And so they were in the center of God's will. Second thing that we told you concerning kingdom expansion is that kingdom expansion uh, uh, is the result of obeying and acting on God's word. We shared a passage in um, uh, uh, um, Genesis chapter 26 with Isaac. The Bible says Isaac was in the land and were farming in the land. God spoke to him, renewed the covenant to him, and God said to him, stay in the land and I will bless you. Isaac believed God. He applied the word he saw in that year. And the Bible says that God blessed him and he received a hundredfold return of his investment. Amen. So when we act on the word of God, we expand. We, we grow. We, ex we have to become successful and experience God's growth. Amen. Third thing we share with you last week is that kingdom expansion also is a result of God's miraculous power. We told you about Jesus feeding the 5,000. Amen. The disciples came to him. He had already ministered to them. Uh, the people, he, the disciples told him, sent the people away. Jesus said, no, let's provide for them. And the Bible says a young boy brought his lunch. Jesus took the lunch, lifted it up to heaven, blessed it, broke it, gave it back to the disciples. And the disciples were able, with the lunch, the five loaves and the two fishes to feed 5,000 men except women and children. Amen. That means God's grace or, 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 or kingdom expansion come as a result of God's miracle. Last but not the least, we told you that kingdom expansion is a result of availing ourselves to be used by God. And this is very, very critical, especially for us here in this church. Amen. In the early church in Acts chapter 6, verse 1, the Bible tells us that they were the church was multiplying, there were uh, a situation where uh, uh, some of the, the people in the church were not being taken care of properly. 
the disciples came together, they, they uh, um, chose seven men to be deacons. They gave them the opportunity to serve. They served, and then in verse 7, the Bible says, because of the deacon being put in place, and the people of God serving in the ministry, the church multiplied. Amen. Amen. The Bible says they, they multiplied exceedingly, and many uh, um, priests or other people got born again and came to the, the church. So it's very, very important. So we can see that kingdom expansion is very, very important. Amen. Now this week, today, what we want to do is that we want to share with you on the first principle of kingdom expansion. Say it with me. Say, 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 changing, changing. The, way you think. the way you think. Amen. Now, that's the first principle of kingdom expansion. And it's very, very significant why I'm choosing this particular, because there are uh, um, several other principles that we'll be sharing in this message. But I want us to get the mindset of how God thinks and how you and I can think in order for us to expand. Amen. It is so critical concerning our thinking. Amen. And so I, I, I want to share with you three reasons or three things that you need to know about your thoughts. Amen. Three things that you need to know about your thoughts. Number one, everything begins with a thought. Say it with me. Say everything, everything. begins begin. or begins begin. with a thought. Everything, Everything begins, begins with a thought. Amen. Turn to your neighbor say, neighbor. neighbor. Everything, Everything begins, begins with a thought. Now, basically what I'm saying is that your thoughts are the thermostat of your life. Amen. You know anything about thermostat is that the thermostat regulates the temperature in your home. We have an air condition in this, uh, um, a heated air condition in this church, and we have a thermostat. It's right behind here. There's one uh, um, in the other room there. Amen. And you can regulate how hot it is or how cold it is by changing the, 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 the level on the thermostat. Your life is regulated by your thoughts. Hello? Amen. Amen. The way you think is how hot or how successful you will be or how unsuccessful you will be based on your thoughts. How you will experience victory or how you will not experience victory is based on your thoughts. Amen. Ralph Woodrow Emerson, an American poet and author and philosopher said, Life consists of what a man or a woman is thinking about all day. That means your life is what you will consist of everything you are, you are thinking about throughout the day. In fact, the Bible tells us, Solomon said it this way in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7, For as a person thinks in his or her heart, so they are. Amen? That means the way you are thinking, that's how you are going to uh, show up. Amen? Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the Bible says, do not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, 
the acceptable and the perfect will of God. Amen. Amen. And so it's very, very important for us to make sure that we understand our thought process. Amen. Amen. You, your thought, everything in your life flows from your thought. Amen. Now, what you think will determine who you are. And who you are determines what you do. Your thoughts control your actions, your habits, your character, your destiny, and yes, your life. Your thoughts are so powerful that it can shape your actual life. Amen. Philippians chapter 4, the passage that we read, the Bible says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, so whatever things are true. So whatever things are noble. So whatever things are just. So whatever things are pure. So whatever things are lovely. So whatever things are of good report. The Bible says, if there is any virtue, or if there is anything worthy of praise, meditate on those things. Amen? Amen. Now, God is the one who is saying to us, meditate on those things that are true, noble, praiseworthy, good, uh, pure, lovely. We should meditate upon those things. Amen? Amen. So God knows that your thought is very, very important. Amen? In fact, Jesus uh, 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 said it this way. He said, a good man out of the good treasures of his heart bring forth good things and an evil, an evil person out of the evil treasure of his or her heart bring forth evil things. Amen? You see, your thoughts are like magnets. They attract to you what you are focusing on. Amen? That means what you are thinking on, that's what will come to you. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. John Locke the father of liberalism, uh, um, an English philosopher and physician said, the actions of men and women are the best interpreters of their thoughts. That means they can, I can just look at you and I can know what you are thinking. Or I can watch your actions or the things that you are doing and I can know your thought process. Hello? Amen. It's very, very important. Everything begins with a thought. Say everything. everything. Say everything. everything. Number two, your thoughts determine your destiny. Say your destiny. Your say it with me. Say your thoughts your determine your, your destiny. That means if your life will be fruitful or your life will be successful, if your life will be all that God wants your life to be, you need to make sure the things that you are thinking about are things that are true, honest, good, and things that will bring forth success in your life. Amen. 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 Your thoughts are very powerful. You see, your destiny determines your legacy. That means who people will know you by or who people will know you because of. Amen. Your thoughts are empowered by your words. You see, the way our, 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 we live is that a thought comes into our mind, 
And sometimes some of the thoughts that comes into our mind is not from us. Okay, because Jesus himself said it. He said that the devil put thoughts in people's mind. Amen. And some of it is not for us. But what we do is that when we begin to verbalize the things that we are thinking and begin to act on the things that we are thinking or flowing through our minds, we empower them. And we, we, we kind of like crystallize them. Amen. And bring them to life. We birth them, so to speak. Amen. Everything about you is because of your thinking. Amen? Amen. And so it's very, very important for you to think. Now, let, 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 look at what God said. Okay? God said in Isaiah chapter 55, and I want you to go there, turn to this passage, I want you to see it. Because it's very, very important and very interesting. Amen? Isaiah chapter 55, look at verse 6. Most of the time when we read this particular passage, we jump to verse 11. Okay? And, and, and we start reading verse 11 and, and we start talking about how the Bible talks about my, my word shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish the things that uh, I, I send it for. And that's true. But you need to understand the context because the context of this particular passage began with Isaiah chapter 6. I mean, uh, verse 6, 55 verse 6. Look at what the, 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 uh, um, the prophet was saying. He says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Look at the next verse. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous his thoughts. Now, why would God specifically lay out in the scripture that in order for you to seek God, and to experience the blessings of God, you need to forsake your ways and forsake your thoughts. Why is he saying that? Look at verse uh, um, 8. Uh, verse, further down in verse 7. He said, And let them return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy on them, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. In essence, what he's saying, if you forsake your thoughts, that means if the wicked forsake his thoughts and his ways, God can accept him and change the way he, he, he operates. And look at verse 8. God speaking now. God said, for my thoughts are not like your thoughts. Neither are my ways like your ways. For as far as the heavens are from the eye, and, 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 and so are my thoughts from your thoughts, and my ways from your ways. And then in verse 9 and 10, he said, he said, just like the rain comes down from heaven and waters the ground and does not return, but cause the ground to be nourished so that there may be seed and, and, and vegetation and freshness of fruit, so my word is that goes out of my mouth. Now, notice God is relating his thoughts with his words. Hello? God is saying, my thoughts produce my words. And my words empower my thoughts because my words will not return to me. When I speak it, it comes and accomplishes that which I want it to accomplish. 
Amen. And so it is very, very important for you to understand your thinking. Amen. That's why it's not good for you to just let your mind just uh, wander and just listen to all kinds of things. Amen. Because you are formulating your thoughts. Amen. You are formulating things. People are influencing you. Amen. Thoughts are influencing you. Get the word into your spirit. Now, you see, remember that the, our key passage is the, um, is uh, Philippians chapter 4, right? Yeah. What God said, he said, uh, um, whatever things are true, say true. true. You see, for God, true is God's word. Hello? Amen. True has nothing to do with your circumstance. True has nothing to do with how you're feeling. True has nothing to do with the weather. Truth is God's word. Truth is God himself. Jesus said it, I am the way. I am the truth. No one come unto the Father except truth. In fact, he said it, he said, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. In, 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 in John chapter 8, he said in verse 32, he said, if you know the truth and you follow my word, you shall be my disciples. Now, let me tell you something about the truth. The truth of the word, the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Amen. That's true. Amen. Now, you feel weak, but God says you are strong. So, who will you believe? Hello? Who will you believe? You have to believe God's word. The truth of his word. He said, let the poor say I'm rich. God said in his word in, in, in 1 John, uh, um, uh, 3 John uh, verse 2. He said, beloved, I wish above all that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. In essence, he is saying, my desire for you is for you to prosper. Now you say, pastor, I don't even have money to pay my rent. Fine, but God says, I want you to prosper. And so you need to begin to verbalize what God says instead of what you feel and what you think. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. It is empowered. Say empowered. empowered. Say my thoughts, my thoughts are empowered, empowered. by what I say. And what I say should be in line with God's word. Because God's word is true. Say hallelujah. Number three. You can change the way you think. Say to your neighbor, say you can change the way you think. Say to your neighbor, your other neighbor, say neighbor, I want you to hear me. You can change the way you think. Amen. You see, Philippians chapter chapter 4, verse 8, the Bible says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be anything worthy of praise, meditate on these things. Now, read the scripture with me, right? When I read in the Bible, I like to take it literally. Say literally. literally. 
what the, the Paul is talking to the Philippian Christian about. He said, whatever things are true, say true. true. That means if it's not true, don't meditate on it. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay? He said, whatever things are noble, say noble. noble. That means if it's not noble, don't meditate on it. Don't even think about it. Right? He said, whatever things are just, say just. Yes. Amen? He said, if it's, if it's just, think about it. If it's not just, if it's crooked, if it's vile, don't think about it. He said, whatever things are pure, say pure. pure. Amen? That means when you are thinking about things, you need to think pure thoughts. Hello? Mm -hmm. He said, whatever things are of good report, say good report. Good report. That means an odd law gossip. Right? An outlawed bad report. Okay, or saying things just to hide other people. I, hello? It outlaws that. He said, think about those things that are of good report. I had a situation one time with a dear lady. She's going to be with the Lord now. Um, she came to me with um, when we were in Silver Spring and she was complaining about one of the pastors. And so she was complaining, but when, when she was complaining, I asked her, I said, can you talk to this person? She said, no. I said, why? She said, I don't need to talk to the person. You all need to handle it. And I said, wait a minute now. I mean, you have a problem with the person the first day. According to the scripture, the first thing is you have to go to the person first. Although the other person gave you the reason, right? And she said, no, 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 I don't want to. But I, I, I would tell a, a lot of people for them to do something about it. So I said to you, I said to her, I said, you know what? I want to give you the opportunity to go and tell this person what you are telling me. If you don't, I will tell them that you told me this. So no, 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 don't mention my name. I said, no, you have to. I said, because if you don't, then you are carrying a negative report. I mean, it was not something I will bless it. I said, if you don't, it will cause problems. It can cause problems. Amen. She said, I will never tell you anything again. I said, thank God. <laughs> See, I'm not a garbage can. Hello? Amen. Seriously. You need to make sure that you address situations where they are. If it's a negative report, I always tell people this. There is no story that you hear about another person that does not affect your life. Okay? Now, the way you can deal with it is to address it head on. Get both parties in it and deal with it so that you can clear your mind or else you will look at that other person from the eyes of that person that gave you the negative report. Amen? Hallelujah. And so, so the Bible says, now look at what Paul said. He said, if there's any virtue or anything praiseworthy, think, say think. Think on these things. Now, who are the person that's supposed to think about these things? You. Paul said, you think about these things, right? Mm -hmm. In essence, what Paul is saying, put on your thinking cap, cast out everything else that is wrong, and think about those things that are good, pure, noble, just, and of good report. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. 
Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible study, and Friday at 8 p.m. intercessory prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Yeah.